Thank you for joining us for Outfront Magazine. My name is Michael Cisneros. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for Outfront Magazine. My name is Michael Cisneros. This reading is for January 2nd, 2024. Today I'll be reading the following stories. From the editor, Healthcare is Self-Care, by Addison Heron Wheeler. Second story will be Tinted Moisturizer Gets Gay Man Deported from Qatar, by Claire Song. And the third, Two Found Guilty of Murdering Brianna Gay, also by Claire Song. From the editor, Healthcare is Self-Care. With the holidays behind us, this is the time of year when we're pressured to adopt a new year, a new you mentality and set new year's resolutions. And while the new year can be a great time to set new intentions for healthier habits, it can also be a good time to reset and take care of yourself. Life in the U.S. is hard for queer people, and cozy and comforting as they may be for some, the holidays can be stressful for others, including many in the queer community. If that was the case for you, this is a great time of year to prioritize your mental and physical health. Remember to rest or treat yourself to an experiential or physical gift you didn't receive during the holidays. This issue is dedicated to all things self-care and health care, all things that are good for taking care of you. You've been in the giving mode all through the end of last year. Now it's time to give back to yourself a bit. You deserve it. Tinted Moisturizer Gets Gay Man Deported from Qatar A gay man was deported from Qatar earlier this year for apparently wearing tinted moisturizer. Before his eviction, he suffered humiliating mistreatment at the hands of investigative officers. Gilbert Ignatius, who had moved from Indonesia in 2016 to work as a flight attendant with Qatar Airways, was celebrating his 32nd birthday when he and his friends were accosted by Qatar's criminal investigation department, the CID. He says that they were taken to a security room where officers took a wet wipe to their faces to reveal that they were wearing tinted moisturizer. Under threat of imprisonment, Ignatius and his friends were brought to a police station for interrogation. According to Ignatius, the CID officers accused him of being a sex worker, claiming that his designer clothing was too extravagant for his reported income. He said, you think I don't know how much you earn every month and you think you can buy Hermes? When he denied the accusations, he was slapped on the cheek. The following day, Ignatius was permitted to return to his room at Qatar Airways. However, he says that his passport was confiscated by the airline and he was not permitted to leave the living quarters. Just weeks later, he got fired from his job and was driven to the border of Qatar, where he and his friend were told, you are deported. Civil and human rights stand on shaky, even non-existent ground in Qatar. 
Under the nation's penal code, homosexuality is illegal, and men who have sex with men could even face the death penalty. This discrimination was highlighted in 2022's World Cup when FIFA censored athletes who tried to express queer solidarity, and some individuals wearing rainbow designs were even detained. Ignatius has since moved back to Indonesia, where he has received counseling to recover from the trauma of the incident. Two found guilty of murdering Brianna Gay. Two teens faced lifetime prison sentences for being found guilty of murdering trans 16-year-old Brianna Gay. On February 11th of this year, Brianna Gay was lured to Kulcheth Linear Park by someone she believed to be a friend. When she arrived, she was confronted by two 15-year-olds, referred to in the case as Boy Y and Girl X, and stabbed with a hunting knife 28 times in her head, neck, chest, and back. Her body was found later that same day by a couple of dog walkers. An investigation was launched, which led to the discovery of the bloody knife in Boy Y's room and a handwritten note detailing the plan for the murder in the girl X's room. The teens were immediately arrested and placed in a youth detention. Further investigation uncovered WhatsApp messages between the two suspects discussing targeting Brianna, with Girl X saying she wanted to do it, just because it was fun, lol. I want to see the pure horror on her face and hear her scream. Boy Y used extensive dehumanizing language in reference to her gender and body, especially her genitals. They had compiled a list of five possible victims, but ultimately decided on Brianna as she would have been an easier target. News of Brianna's death sparked candlelight vigils across the world. Despite her being bullied in school, her parents described her as beautiful, witty, and hilarious. Friends spoke about how Brianna would help younger trans girls safely access hormone replacement therapy. She was also an active member in the online trans community. Over 13,000 people signed a petition to keep their death certificate from misgendering her. Unfortunately, the petition was rejected by the British government due to a law preventing minors from changing their legal gender. U.S. civil rights attorney Alejandro Caraballo described the decision as a final insult in which the English government will officially misgender her in death. After a four-week trial, the suspects were found guilty of joint enterprise homicide, which comes with an automatic life sentence. Despite trans women being frequent targets of homicide, investigators do not believe the instance qualified as a hate crime. Nigel Parr, an investigative officer from the Cheshire Police said, This was a senseless murder committed by two teenagers who have had an obsession with murder. Brianna trusted the female defendant. She was betrayed by someone who she called her friend. In the new year, the presiding judge will determine how long the two must serve before being considered for parole. You, Flourish, receives crucial funding. Earlier this month, the Colorado Health Foundation gave a considerable grant to the new wellness platform, You Flourish. This sum will help You Flourish in the development of its upcoming app, as well as the venture's overall goal of addressing and helping mental well-being of LGBTQ plus people. You Flourish is a groundbreaking venture developed by Denver-based nonprofit Envision. 
you for the purpose of providing mental health support and community for LGBTQ plus individuals, the queer community faces higher rates of mental health issues than the general population due to discrimination, loneliness, and many other factors. A March 2022 study by the Colorado Health Institute indicated a significant gap in accessibility of mental health resources for queer people below that of their cisgender and heterosexual peers. YouFlourish will help to fill that gap with their upcoming smartphone app, the first of its kind, which will provide several key resources. First, the app will connect users to a nationwide directory of community-vetted healthcare professionals, especially those who have committed to providing affirming care for LGBTQ plus individuals. YouFlourish will also function as a platform where users can communicate and bond with peers, creating a virtual community and helping individuals feel less isolated. The app will also feature daily wellness trackers, rewards for engagement, and more in order to provide a truly holistic wellness experience. Steve Hayden, the venture's founder, said, The YouFlourish app has the potential to make a meaningful impact by providing accessible mental health support, fostering a sense of community, representing diverse voices, and promoting education and wellness. To support YouFlourish, the Colorado Health Foundation, a private foundation dedicated to health equity, provided the platform with a $200,000 multi-year grant. This grant will be crucial for the further development and eventual launch of the YouFlourish app. Its beta version will launch in Colorado in spring 2024 and will be free to users throughout 2024. Poland replaces official with LGBTQ plus friendly successor. In one of a series of appointments made by Poland's new parliament, the previous commissioner of children's rights, who was known for his conservative ideologies, has been replaced by an active advocate for the LGBTQ plus rights. Mikotai Palik was chosen as the Commissioner of Children's Rights in 2018, when Poland's Conservative Law and Justice Party controlled most of the parliament. Palak's time in this role was riddled with controversies. In 2020, he claimed that sex educators tried to give children hormone therapy, but was unable to provide evidence. Earlier this year, he ordered an inspection of some of Poland's top-ranked queer-friendly schools, claiming that children must be protected from criminals. While quite controversial himself, Pollock's term only represented the greater conservative will of the PIS. Over the last eight years, anti-LGBTQ plus sentiment has prompted a wave of discrimination across the country. Dozens of Polish towns and villages claim themselves free of LGBTQ ideology in 2019, making clear that any queer person would not be welcome. And last month, after the PIS lost parliamentary majority, Pollock warned against pseudo-rainbow-colored full rags or, in some urban district, crescents replacing the cross. But now the strength of the PIS has worn in the face of new coalition of more liberal parties. The civic platform, the third way, and the left agreed to work together to reverse many of Poland's judicial reforms, including overturning the nigh-absolute abortion ban and making anti-LGBTQ plus hate speech a crime. And yes, as part of these changes, they nominated a new commissioner of children's rights to replace Pollock. 
Monica Horna Sleeslack, a lawyer and social activist, took over Pollock's position last week. At her confirmation hearing, she pledged to work to increase LGBTQ plus acceptance, including instating an annual Rainbow Friday event in solidarity. She has also talked about the importance of sex education in schools and spoken against corporal punishment for children, a viewpoint her predecessor did not share. While members of the PIS condemn Horna Sleeslack as a puppet of a silent LGBT lobby, members of the new coalition have had confidence that they can improve the quality of life for all Polish citizens. Envision U adds three new board members. Denver's LGBTQ plus mental health initiative, Envision U, has announced three new additions to their board of directors. Jody Rogers, Matt Baldner, and Andrea Cuddy have joined Envision U's team and each bring their own unique backgrounds to the table. Jody Rogers is a real estate expert with the home buyer in mind. A specialist in the Denver real estate market, Rogers is dedicated to openness, accessibility, and communication. Rogers believes in empowering her clients by educating them about current market conditions and setting clear expectations for the buying and selling process. In her own life, Rogers is a mother and engages in her community by overseeing charity events and contributing to charitable initiatives. Matt Baldner is a banking professional who currently serves as the regional president for AINB Bank in Denver. Baldner is dedicated to community service and works with a variety of organizations, including Tennyson Center for Children, the Colorado Garden Foundation, the Rocky Mountain Girls Fast Pitch Association, and the New Energy Improvement District for the state of Colorado. Baldner is a father of two from Iowa with two decades of leadership experience in both banking and nonprofit organizations. Andrea Cuddy is an advocate for youth mental health and healthy equity. Formerly serving as the executive director of Child Advocacy Center in rural Nebraska before continuing her career here in Colorado, Cuddy has made significant contributions to two major capital campaigns and program developed for Denver-based nonprofits. Cuddy's interests outside of her professional life includes the arts, exercise, and fitness. With the addition of these three members, Envision U seeks to continue their mission of reducing disparities in behavioral health outcomes within the LGBTQ community. Frequently, mental health services provide to the inaccessible for members of the LGBTQ plus community, and Envision U hopes to help put an end to that disparity through community initiatives, public awareness campaigns, and other forms of outreach. Thousands support trans girl who won Irish dance contest. When a trans girl won her regional Irish dancing competition, she faced immediate backlash and criticism from right-wing transphobes. Now, thousands of people have signed a petition in support of the transgender practitioners of Irish dance. In November, a trans girl whose parents have requested she remain unnamed placed first in her age group for regional competition qualifying her for the Irish Dancing World Championships. Conservatives were quick to react with news outlets such as the Daily Wire claiming this is proof that trans women have physical advantages over their cis counterparts. 
a group known as the Concerned Irish Dance Teachers, Adjudicators, Parents, and Dancers, published a petition asking that trans competitors be placed in a separate category for fairness. This is nothing new. Transgender people, and especially trans women, have become a subject of major controversy as they have been banned or segregated out of dozens of sports. Swimming, cycling, and more have evolved into bizarre debates, which are directly contradicted by extensive research, which shows that trans people have no distinct physical or mental advantage over cis people. Even the International Chess Federation temporarily banned trans women from competing in women's events. Thankfully, in the case of this young dancer who competed in the age group for those 14 and under, backlash did not go uncontested. P.J. McCafferty, Southern Regional Director for the Irish Dance Teachers Association of North America, reminded teachers of the commission's policy on trans dancers, saying, We advocate for every one of our dancers. We do our very best to be fair to everyone. And fellow dancer Gabrielle Siegel started a counterpetition in support of all transgender Irish dancers. The petition commends the Irish Dancing Commission on their trans-inclusive competition policy and notes that competitors are judged based on a wide range of, of factors, none of which are affected by assigned birth sex. At the time of this writing, the petition has accrued over 5,000 signatures. Wisconsin governor vetoes legislation targeting trans kids. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers vetoed legislation intended to target trans kids earlier this month. Had it passed, the law would have banned gender-affirming care for LGBTQ youth in the state. Evers, who has served as the governor of Wisconsin since 2019, is a staunch advocate for transgender rights. A few months ago, Republicans in the Wisconsin State Assembly attempted to pass several bills which would limit trans student athletes from competing in line with their gender identities. Evers showed up to the assembly to stand in solidarity with trans youths, pledging to veto any anti-trans laws that make it to his desk. Speaking to those who came to testify against the bills, he said, I know you're here because you're pissed off and you want to stop it, and you will stop it, and I will help you stop it. I'm with you. Attacks on trans rights have exponentially increased in the last couple of years, and many conservative politicians have built their caucuses around the destruction of dangerous trans ideologies. Gender-affirming care lies consistently at the center of anti-trans legislation, threatening the health and safety of thousands of transgender people, both youth and adults. However, people like Evers are, are evidence that all is not lost. Wisconsin was one of several states to recently offer refuge to transgender people fleeing their homes. And in his signed veto statement, Evers makes clear his belief that gender-affirming care saves lives. He goes on to say, further, and especially important to me personally, I am vetoing this bill in its entirety because I object to the legislature's ongoing efforts to manufacture and perpetuate false, hateful, and discriminatory anti-LGBTQ policies and rhetoric in our state. I will veto any bill that makes Wisconsin a less safe, less inclusive, and less welcoming place for LGBTQ kids and people. How to shop for the best CBD hemp flower store online. 
The popularity of CBD hemp flower has increased exponentially over the years. It has become a go-to choice for people looking for an alternative to standard medications. With the rise in demand, more and more sellers are emerging both online and offline, making it difficult to know which source to trust. Shopping for the best CBD hemp flower store online can seem like a difficult undertaking with a few tips. It can be made simple. Things you should remember while shopping for the best CBD hemp store online. Quality assurance. When it comes to purchasing CBD hemp flower online, it's essential to verify the quality of the products before making any purchases. A reliable and reputable store should have a clear and transparent quality assurance system in place, including third-party lab tests of their products. Before purchasing from any online CBD hemp store, it's best to do your research to find the most trustworthy and reliable option. Make sure to look for a store that provides clear and easily accessible information about their quality assurance system, including lab results and any certification or accreditation they have obtained. By taking these steps, you can ensure that you are buying from the best CBD hemp flower store online and getting high-quality products that meet your needs and expectations. Customer Reviews Regarding the acquisition of CBD hemp products, one of the most crucial things to consider is the reputation of the store you're buying from. The online world is vast, and there are countless options to choose from. However, one of the best indicators of a high-quality CBD hemp store is its selection of customer reviews. Taking the time to read through these reviews can provide valuable insights into both the merchandise's quality and the store's level of customer support. To ensure you're getting the best possible experience in top-notch products, it's essential to seek out and patronize the best CBD hemp flower store online, backed by glowing customer reviews. Product range. Finding the best CBD hemp flower store online can be difficult, particularly if you have special needs and requirements. Every individual has different needs when it comes to using CBD hemp products which is why it's vital to find a store that offers various products in different strengths, flavors, and forms. This will provide you with a wide range of possibilities according to your requirements. Whether you're looking for oils, capsules, tinctures, or topicals, a good CBD hemp store should cater to your unique needs. With so many options available online, it's essential to do your research and choose a store that has a good reputation for quality and customer service. Payment Options When it comes to purchasing high-quality CBD hemp flowers online, the best stores are the ones that offer a variety of payment options. It's important to look beyond just the convenience of online payment methods and to take into account a variety of choices that meet your own needs. Along with credit and debit cards, reputable stores should also offer e-wallets and cash-on-delivery as viable payment options. Customers can feel secure and hassle-free knowing that there are multiple payment alternatives available. So when you're looking for the best CBD hemp flower store online, don't forget to check out their payment options to ensure a seamless shopping experience. Shipping Policies When looking to buy the best CBD hemp flower online, it is important to take the time to check the store's shipping policies. The best online stores will have high standards when it comes to shipping. They will offer free and fast shipping with tracking services, ensuring that you can keep an eye on your order from the moment it is shipped until it arrives safely at your door. 
Furthermore, a reliable store will guarantee timely delivery of your order and will take responsibility if your items are damaged during shipping. By choosing a store with excellent shipping policies, you can be sure that the item you ordered will arrive promptly and in perfect condition. Customer Support When searching for the best CBD hemp flower store online, it is essential to consider the customer support services. An excellent online store should be available around the clock for any inquiries or issues you may have. You want a store that has a dedicated customer support team that can offer timely assistance to make sure you have a pleasurable and stress-free shopping experience. Whether you have concerns about the products or need clarification on the process of making a purchase, a reliable support team can make a huge difference. So when selecting a CBD hemp flower store, look for one that prioritizes excellent customer service. Price Comparison Lastly, make sure you compare prices between different CBD hemp stores. A store with the lowest price may not always provide the best quality product, and it may come with hidden costs like shipping fees. Though the price of the product should not be the only factor to consider, it will help you to understand the market and what you can expect to pay for good quality CBD hemp products. Conclusion. Shopping for the best CBD hemp store online may take a bit of time and effort, but it's essential to ensure that the products you are buying are of high quality and worth the investment. By keeping these eight points in mind, you can find a reliable CBD hemp store that will provide the best products and customer service for your needs. Always remember that reading customer reviews is the best way to gauge the overall quality of the store and its products. Take your time. Do some research and consider your options carefully to make an informed decision. Ryan Gosling releases Ken the EP. Actor and singer Ryan Gosling has released an EP alongside collaborators Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. The EP title Ken the EP was released on December 20th and features three new versions of Gosling's I Am Just Ken song from Barbie. The new songs include I'm Just Ken, Merry Christmas Barbie, I'm Just Ken, In My Feelings Acoustic, and I'm Just Ken, Purple Disco Remix. Each song is a reworked version of the original with its own unique sound. An accompanying music video for I'm Just Ken, Merry Christmas Barbie featuring Gosling, Ronson, and Wyatt was also released alongside the EP. I'm Just Ken was nominated for a Grammy at the 2024 Grammys, while Barbie, the album, received 11 nominations total. It also charted in the top five on Billboard's Hot Rock and Alternative Songs. Gosling has previously showcased his vocal abilities in the 2016 film La La Land, as well as in his own musical project, the alt-rock duo Dead Man's Bones, alongside Zach Shields. But this will mark the first time Gosling has charted in the Billboard Hot 100. Thank you again for joining us for Outfront Magazine. My name is Michael Cisneros. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777. Thank you again for joining us for Outfront Magazine. My name is Michael Cisneros.